Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in on a little bit of everything with me, and I am your host, Angelica. This is a podcast that talks about a little bit of everything, so sit back and enjoy the show. It's 90 Day Fiancé time with my co-host, the Coupon Queen. Thank you to everybody for tuning in on another episode. And of course, we are live once again on Facebook. What up, Facebook? Hey, Facebook. So thank you, guys. We really appreciate the love and support. I cannot believe one of our live um, Facebook recaps hit like 2.9K. What? Are you kidding me? I was like, I'm looking at the numbers and I'm like, can we even count that high? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We can count that high. I was just saying. Like, <laughs> some people are like, what? The coupon <laughs> can't count? Yes, we can count that high. Oh my gosh. But of course, we got to thank our, our fans who are tuning in on the weekly and of course, the Facebook group who are watching with us every single week, the episodes. It's been super fun. If you guys want to join in on the Facebook uh, group, definitely click on the link in the details of this live. And of course, if you're listening on the podcast, there is a link to it to the Facebook group. So you know just get on the facebook group don't wait too long yeah don't wait don't wait and people are joining the facebook group like left and right i'm, I'm not even gonna lie they yeah. are really joining the facebook group left and right so definitely be one of those people find out what we're talking about like you know find out if if there's something crazy that you're missing in the meantime yeah and happy father's day to the fathers i hope you had a great weekend and uh, for those listening to us thank you so much um we really appreciate that and um i'm just like holy crap i know what an episode (laughs) let me tell you something i don't know whether it's just that they've learned from the past seasons that they're on or things just went crazy or it's just good editing or TLC is just like trying to make us go what the heck but there's a lot of stuff going on (laughs) yeah a hundred percent so with this episode it was called caught in the crossfire I know uh, for those watching on the Facebook live I have it as episode two but it's actually episode three didn't have a chance to change that but can i say last night uh we didn't have any live commentary like we normally do when we watch the episode together but i think we went crazy on the chat that's for sure (laughs) yeah so this is why you really need to be in the uh facebook group so that you can find out what we're actually saying in the chat i found it pretty cool because um It's funny how we usually take it to the commercial and we start going crazy uh, with audio, but this time with the the chatting back and forth, I was just like, oh my gosh, (laughs) we can say more when we're texting. Exactly, exactly. All right, so let's get into this episode. We've seen uh, five couples and um, who did you want to talk about first? Oh my gosh. Okay. So 
it's so crazy. Even if they had a little segment last night, it was still like action packed. Uh, wow. I guess we can actually kind of get Kalani and Asuelu out of the way. I think that's a great idea. So yeah. Kalani and Asuelu, we've seen them last week kind of having the difficulties of like, you know, managing um, the usual household things. Um, and of yeah. course, ne- nobody can ever let go of that scene of him coming out of the car. And it, it, it was just overplayed this week. Um, overplayed in a good way, though. On uh, yeah. the social media universe, because all we see is memes how he's walking into the house and Kalani's closing the door with her foot with two kids like on each arm and I'm just like oh my gosh this is so funny um I'm like okay Oswello you need to pick it up so this time we see Oswello with his volleyball teammates which I was like oh wow we actually get to see this and we see him in action with his buddies and he's found a community of people from uh Samoa and yeah. he we it was interesting because you know it, it was a struggle for him to find friends and now he has he's in his element and of course they ask him what's going on with his relationship and he does say that he misses his family he really wants to see his family and that's a tough one because when you come to America yes it's hard you're going to miss your family but can you actually go see them depending on his circumstance right now the funny thing that he got to me was when he said well you know they want me to stop volleyball but volleyball is important i i I miss the importance of volleyball is is that one of the uh one of the uh you know like water food shelter volleyball i i didn't know that was a thing oh yeah for sure it seems like for him it's such an importance it's like I feel like work volleyball and uh maybe Kalani or maybe dinner comes before Kalani and then Kalani um, and then the kids come last is that what it seems like the, the kids in his eyes it seems like the kids definitely come last yeah and I'm just like okay cool like you miss your family you've got volleyball happening uh but I feel like he needs to step it up even more he's not really um yeah okay he tries to woo us of course with uh oh let me take you on a date and we're like I'm I was at a point where I was just like really you're going to drop this little bomb on her of missing your family and wanting to go back home uh I don't know what he was thinking really he wasn't thinking he was just thinking I'm homesick and it's like okay so he pulled one of those where I'm homesick but in brackets or like Gloria says on Modern Family the bunny ears um (laughs) the bunny ears I want to get out of my responsibilities and blame it because I'm homesick Right, right. And that's really all it is, is that he is blaming, oh, well, you know, I couldn't do this. I couldn't take care of the kids today because, you know, I'm missing home. What in the world does that have to do with the price of rice? Mm-hmm. I agree. 
So with these two being on a date, it you can definitely tell that she was caught off guard. Like, oh, you brought me oh, here to, to enlighten me, uh, get me into the mood and not be able to yell at you after you tell me that you want to go back home and you feel like it's time. Right. You can go back home. It's not like I'm saying you can't. It's just look at the circumstance. Like he just got here um, and he's been... I think he, he got his green card, right? Because he is working. He's so, got his work, yeah, he's got his work visa. Yeah, so it's just, it's so soon to even attempt to even do that because that, I don't yeah, know. That's the crazy part. I don't know the laws very well and how that works, but a lot of people don't recommend going back home every so often because then it kind of builds up your record and it's, I heard it's good. Um, I heard it doesn't speed up your process. It takes things a little bit longer. Right. It does. It does because it does make it look like a... Unfortunately, here is the thing. And, and we did kind of learn this from, um, from Tamina, which means one, the person literally cannot go home for a year. So that's the number one, which, okay, Asuelu has passed that point where they've been there for like he hasn't seen his family for a year but the other thing is okay with the and being in this kind of limbo status where he's caught in between it still can make it seem like a sham because in other words if he's running back home every so often did you really marry her to marry her yeah it's tricky it's tricky but i feel like at the end of the day lo needs to come in and step in and kind of be like listen buddy i don't know what you're thinking about going back home i know your kids need to see your parents but that happens with time it's not like i feel like his parents are young and the kids are still young and you know it's it the time will come right right and i mean three thousand she said three thousand dollars mm-hmm three thousand dollars for them to go over there and that's not including hotel because she does say that his family isn't really fond of her so that's another issue also he mentioned we have to bring money we have to buy gifts you can't just show up empty hampton which I'm familiar with that because going back home sometimes it's like yeah you can't people want gifts empty-handed exactly yeah and these items have to have tags on it right it's like okay sure you want me to it it just costs keep adding up but I don't know I felt like she was kind of like uh excuse me we are going to talk about this I thought we were having a date like you know (laughs) something that you needed to work on but of course, a swallow, being a swallow, he had to literally give it to her and say, hey, I'm missing home. I want to oh, go yeah. back home. He's just really like, oh, oh my <laughs> gosh, I miss my home. And, you know, because all I've done is play volleyball and give out frozen yogurt. Yeah, that's so horrible. I you miss know, home. Your wife is driving you around and taking care of your two children like she's a single mother Mm -hmm. Mm. (laughs) Mm. i don't know i don't know anything else to say about this couple i'm done let's move on (laughs) so who do you want to talk about next 
I think we should talk about Tanya and Sinjin because they weren't much. They had a small part in this. Uh, so Tanya and Sinjin are black guys, uh, as some people call it, syringe. Uh, yes, Tanya I, and syringe. Tanya and syringe. <laughs> and of course, we've seen them last season where there was, they got married. Right. Um, Sinjin tried to take the Jack Daniels without asking, uh, taking some cake without asking basically bored out of his mind while tanya was in costa rica and trying to become a witch doctor exactly thank you for that (laughs) let's let's not forget that tanya was trying to become a witch doctor she was trying she wanted to make homemade remedies to bring back to the united states and become this popular witch doctor i don't know i don't know but in the season, we see Tanya still with her injured leg, which she got into a car accident right. and explained it to us. And apparently something interesting I've heard, which I think we need to bring this up to Tamina and we got to have her back because it was amazing. The amount of information she provided us. So Tanya right. explains to us how Sinjin, they rushed his application to get a work visa of some sort. Right. Okay. So here's what happened, guys because Tanya's not able to work right now because of her accident. They do need an income and they have enough savings to cover them for a little while. But the thing is, okay, they are married and they were able to rush his work uh, documents so that he would be able to be a breadwinner because if not, Here's what the problem is. Again, the visa could be revoked. Because remember, guys, this is a new couple. This is a very new couple. So even though they did get married, you you guys have to remember it. The green card process is not like what we see on, you know, it's not one of those hour, half hour fixes. It's not even a 90 day fix. It actually can take anywhere from a year to 10 years to get a green card. So yeah, they had to rush his his uh, his visa. He actually has a work visa right now. He doesn't even have a green card. He has a work visa so that he's able to work in the States. Yeah, and he, they've been married for five months during this episode when they filmed right. it. Um, so it, that was interesting to hear. She mentioned that. And I was like, so curious. I'm like, wow, this guy already got is able to work. And of course, he is planning on going back to bartending because he can make quick cash. And he's absolutely right. When people are tipped well at night and they're having a great time, you're going to get good tips. And I hear it all the time. You're going to get good tips. Well, but- yeah, okay, let's let's put this way. Drunk people and money. Okay, let's think about that one. <laughs> <laughs> drunk people don't pay attention to how much they're spending it's so true yeah you're getting excellent tips amazing tips, tips. <laughs> <laughs> well uh, you know what I, I gotta say this though doesn't matter on the type of job he's getting at least he's getting a job not right. like some people who are on craigslist for let's say a year and they still don't have a job because they you just want to do Angelica, Angelica, <laughs> don't terrorize me with your pregnancy. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. Me and Princess Andre don't have to stand for this. <laughs> oh 
stop me there, girl. (laughs) (laughs) But of course, you know, he's got, he's got a job and I'm happy for him that he's got a job. But of course, Tanya's not very happy about it because apparently in South Africa, he would get wasted. And the funny thing, she was just like, you know, I I can get really drunk. I can get really drunk. Okay, Tanya, like explain to me. But this guy, oh no, like he's not, he's not allowed to drink. He lost the whole car. (laughs) He lost. (laughs) I mean, I would have called her a hypocrite a little bit, but like he pulled the dude, where's my car? Not once, but twice. (laughs) Like, come on. He got into bar fights. He got into, he lost, apparently they lost a chair. They broke a chair. They broke windows. They broke doors. Uh, He's been that guy who's been all over the place when he's working at the bar. So she's a bit concerned because obviously in the United States, well, you choose to do what you want, but there is consequences with it. Right. In other words, they asked for references and he went and gave references and obviously he shouldn't have given them because they told the truth. <laughs> yeah, we had to fire him because he got into a bar fight and like basically destroyed half the bar. <laughs> <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. Syringe, syringe, sugar, sugar, sugar. What are you doing? My sugar. <laughs> Sugar, sugar, sugar. Oh boy. But what can we say about this couple? Are they going to make it this season? Well, the cool part is they actually moved into their own place now. They're not, yeah. they're not staying in mom's shed anymore, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Mom can have her shed back. Mom can have her shed back and all, and all her Jack Daniels and all her, her amazing stuff and her cake and all the great stuff that she wanted and now Sinjin she doesn't have to lock walk, it up. Sinjin can walk around naked as he let everyone know. <laughs> You're right. I, that, that, I mean, I, I don't doubt that he likes being wild and free, but that wasn't what I wanted to hear. <laughs> oh, oh boy, Sinjin. Oh, geez. Anything else to add to this couple? No, we're going to see pretty much where this couple goes because they are, this is the first time we're hearing from them on uh, Happily Ever After. So we will see where they're going with this. Yeah, I'm curious to know how they end up. Okay, so, oh my gosh. So we start to get some doozy couples now. Because everybody's got stuff with them now. So who do you want to talk about next? Hmm. Okay. So we've got four more couples to go. Um, Should we say Paul and Karini? Oh, yes. Let us do the King of the Duck Walk and the amazing Rosetta Stone. (laughs) Fala, Karini. Fala. (laughs) <laughs> that's oh all he gosh. learned guys being in brazil fala karini fala yeah and the funny thing is karini's english has gotten to be quite amazing can i say rosetta stone <laughs> he, he, 
you're doing well. <laughs> you're doing so well, so, so well. So if you don't know who Paul and Karini are, Paul is this very interesting person. I call him the king of the duck walk because he runs like no other person I've ever seen on earth. Um, and if you don't believe me, there are small clips and videos with his run set to music all over the place. The internet is always winning. Um, and he married her, she, they met online and he married her at 19. Mm. Yeah, I don't know what's with these young, young, young guys picking these really young brides, but okay. Um, they got married. And believe it or not, Karini stayed in Brazil. She is actually from the Amazon jungle, the Tanatines in Brazil. So she stayed there and he actually had come back to America so that he could get money. And he worked on a farm and I don't even wanna mention his job, but he had a job. Um, and then last, season he actually went to Brazil to move to be with Karini because Karini got pregnant the last time he was in Brazil before that so they have baby Pierre or as he calls him Pierre it's like what Pierre but they have <laughs> baby Pierre who is adorable and um unfortunately because of Paul's past he cannot get work in Brazil. He did, he, if you know Paul, he has quite a temper. He has done some really crazy things like slashing his ex-girlfriend's current boyfriend's tires, trying to set things on fire. Uh, yeah. He it, burns it, houses it is, too. He burns houses. It is, it is as crazy <laughs> as it sounds. Yes, guys, it is as crazy as it sounds. So actually, because of that, he was denied a visa in Brazil. Yeah, crazy. Um, and he could not work. So mm -hmm. he actually had to come back to the United States to get a better job. And he wants Karini and baby Pierre, aka Pierre, to come back <laughs> with him. And she's not too happy. She's not too thrilled about it. Like she she's agreeing to do it because she wants her family together but she's not too happy with us she is not happy and also we got to mention that in the first place karina did not really have the intention of going to america because they've been right. part of the season which was called the spinoff before the 90 days that's how we found out about them right and when they did i think two seasons of that and then they did the other way and now they're back on happily ever after so a lot of people at the beginning thought that even I did, maybe she's going to come to America because that's his, her only way out. But this girl does not want to come to the United States. So she doesn't, she doesn't. And like, you know, coupon queen pen mentioned, Paul was going back and forth between to the U S and Brazil and really right. sending the money because it'll go a little bit further where she's from, but they've had their ups and downs. And the one thing that kind of like, kind of like wow Paul really gives me one of those moments is because Karini is like the queen of Rosetta Stone right now she's learning English and Paul by the amount of time 
And the amount of communication they've been trying to talk to this translator app, thank you to Google Translate. I'm it's telling like, you, Google Translate needs to like sponsor us because I have I have talked more about this Google Translate than I think I've talked about people's relationships on 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. And they would use the app back and forth and he's never learned a lick of freaking Portuguese besides Fala, Fala. Okay, what, like the word talk, what, how much more can you use if you, it's just, oh, Paul, really? Yeah. Get the Rosetta Stone for Portuguese and you'll be fine. Well, the funny thing is like when they were recalling their, uh, their relationship and she says, well, Paul's a great person. And sometimes he's a great husband. I was like, <laughs> whoa, sometimes? Yeah, because, so, you yeah. know. So he's not, he's not voting too well. I mean, she's tried to divorce him a couple of times, and her mother would be happy if she divorced him. Her father would be happy if she divorced him. <laughs> so, yeah. And she was uh, getting money from other Americans, apparently. And speaking in English. Yes. Hmm. Jared? Who's Jared? The sandwich guy. <laughs> Whoever he is, he's sending her money. He definitely is. He's sending her money. And um, you know, she need she needed to pay bills and stuff. It's like, oh my gosh. Yeah. So we literally see them packing up, trying to pack up. Um, Karini tries to help him, but really she's just like, you know what, I'm going to take care of my baby. You can deal with that. You don't need my help. Um, but you know, Paul's just being Paul and we'll see what happens in this season with them because I'm so curious to see how her life is going to be like in America, even though we've mentioned on previous episodes a couple months ago they've been spotted at a local walmart in the united states and they've been spotted in different areas so i'm curious to see how her life is going to be like here in the united states at least paul's mom gets to have more time with their son exactly and be that grandma hopefully dad will come around and say hey i guess this is the this is the decision you made nice to meet you and hopefully bonds with uh, his grandson but right let's see what happens i know they just literally they we saw them just packing up their bags getting ready to go <laughs> and that's the crazy part they hadn't even decided where they were going to stay no they because, haven't remember he asked his mom and his mom's like uh no you can't come back home <laughs> good for you mom seriously so yeah uh this couple, I don't know. This couple is like, I'm so irritated with them. I've been irritated with them a few seasons ago. Mm-hmm. I think everybody <sighs> has, and everyone was hoping that Karini will move on with to somebody else, right? Well, that's not happening. She's married to Paul. I think she enjoys the fighting with him. I think she does too. It kind of gives her a break from the usual routine that she's got going on, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Oh gosh. All right. So let's move on. Right. <sighs> Who did you want to talk about? We got three couples left. Okay. Do you want to do hmm? I don't think we should talk about Angela and Michael right now. No. Mm. Actually, can we talk about Culty and Jess and Larissa? Oh, oh my gosh, the thruple. 
Yes. <laughs> he burned my ears and he burned my eyes because what I was seeing and hearing <laughs> last night, I'm like, why am I getting this? It's usually one or the other, but I was getting the burning eyes and my ears were burning. They were bleeding. They were just like, oh my goodness. <laughs> I, I cannot. Watching Pillow Talk, everyone was having the same reaction. <laughs> like, no. Yeah, it was kind of gross. It was kind of gross. So, all right. As we all know, if you've been paying attention, if you haven't, if you have, this is your first time, welcome. Um, I don't know. Just hold on to your seat for a little bit. So, Colty is no longer with Larissa, of course. And he actually has gone to Chicago to meet up with a woman named Jess. Now, they've been, she's kind of been enjoying being with Colty. Um, yeah, isn't that weird? She's really, which was like really confusing. I, I think I kind of looked at my television like a German shepherd last night a couple of times. <laughs> um, <laughs> because she's really, really enjoying that. Um... And, you know, she's starting to describe things that kind of make you, okay, like, it's kind of like when you find out things about your parents that you wish you didn't know and you just want to shake your head and kind of like exactly bang your head on something like, I want that mental picture out. I want that mental picture out. I want that mental picture out. There's a out. lot of but, mental pictures that needed to come out. Like, geez, yeah. <laughs> it was culty for God's sakes. <laughs> I know, I know, but they seem to be enjoying each other. So it's like, okay, I can't knock it if they're mm -hmm. if they like it i love it she likes but, it for now <laughs> yeah so but they go out to meet her friend which <laughs> he actually did better than varia like she brought the whole squad mm -hmm. she brought the whole squad and they're coming to me you know coming to meet culty and they start asking questions like right off the bat and they have no problem like what do you do and why haven't you told your mom about our friend? Like, what's going on? And he's really like, he feels, he feels it. He's in the hot seat. He is in the hot seat. So, you know, he's just like, he's trying, he's answering the best he can. And then the funny thing is they suggest that they go to a Brazilian party. <laughs> and she's like, yeah. And he's like, no, I just want to go home. I'm feeling a bit tired. <laughs> you know, it's my last night in Chicago, and I just want to spend some time with just, just us. You know, I'm tired. <laughs> just you have to choose either me or them. Like, who does that? Colty. Colty does that. Colty. And yes, that's how he sounds. He's, not, he's giving us, like, boring old man vibes. Yeah. Yeah. I, he made me want to go to the party, and I wasn't even there. <laughs> but his it, the thing is, he chose, like, I don't know the girl wants to go out with her friends you gotta right. make the effort to get to know her um on the dance floor get to know her in in, in her exactly. environment of exactly. people 
but this guy all he wants let's face it he just wants sex with her because it's his last day his last night yeah he wants that jiggy jiggy and it's like are you kidding me i'm so tired i'm so exhausted yes are you gonna go with them i cannot believe this and then the funny thing is he's like just look at me he has to be the most boring narcissist i've ever heard in my life yeah (laughs) like i didn't know if he was trying to like hypnotize her and put her to sleep or just like convince her to come with him oh who would you rather be stuck in a bar with colty or with Jesse. Oh my gosh! At least Jesse would be a. Uh, Jesse would be would be exciting. Yeah, Jesse would. Uh, the correct answer is Jesse because at least he can just move around and you can still have the table or the bar to yourself. All right, like Colt is like, oh, you know, Colt is like dirty vibes. He'll probably be like, uh, "You want to come back to my hotel room and have sex?" That was the grossest thing, though. I was like, I don't know how he even got her to do that. Because I was just like, did he really just ask that? Okay, but Jess even admitted that apparently American guys take more than uh, six days. And Brazilians, it's like, I guess, less than an hour of meeting somebody. Yeah, like, he, she said that they know, like, on the spot, like... Okay, when they're going to get jiggy-jiggy? Yeah, but I was just like, well, dang... And I gotta say, it's the, that's what Jess said to the listeners. <laughs> yeah. That's what she said. She said that, that Brazilians exactly know. Brazilians know. Yeah, I don't know oh about that. For sure. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was, it was just crazy. So he's like pressuring her, pressuring her. And even in her side interview, she says she went with him just because this is the first time he's coming to Chicago to see her, not because, you know, she really didn't want to go to the party because she did. She wanted to go out and have fun with her friends, but yeah. And then he still, I mean, he still hasn't learned from being with Larissa. He hasn't learned from being with the queen that in other words, you got to stop your crap, like the whole, so understand, it's you and me. Jess, I love you. It's like, oh, please stop. Please stop. Like, he hasn't learned a thing. He has not learned a thing. Yeah, no, he hasn't. He's going to keep doing the same thing over and over again. And plus, I think he right. he's got... Jess has the personality, I guess, no, wait, hold on. Jess has the same way of getting worked up as Larissa, probably to like times three. Right. So he's better, he's gonna, he's gonna learn from this. Well, I don't think he will, but um, through this episode, it seems like the next day, and I feel like I missed this. They did, they go out during the morning where I see him and I saw this all through social media him dancing with her and everyone getting like the burning eye sensation apparently yeah um, because the way he moved (laughs) yeah it's it's kind of kind of creepy i don't know he just gives off creepy creepy vibes 
Well, and let's not forget, Larissa is learning to pole dance because, of course, she wants to feel her sexy. And she's trying to figure out what, okay, Larissa is trying to figure out what went wrongy. Because, you know, it can't be Queen Larissa. Something no, we can't be. be wrong. I mean, she's not with Colty. She's not with Eric anymore. So, hmm. And she hints at wanting to be a stripper. I don't know. I wouldn't I be surprised know. if she still does it anyway because it's like a quick cash. Yeah, I mean, let's not forget because she did ask dad for money. <laughs> yeah, and she started her visa process. She started her visa process. So we will see where this goes. Yeah, we will see where, where this yeah. goes. But the funny thing is, guys, the internet is bashing Larissa. The internet is completely bashing Larissa because she was on Instagram or Snapchat or something stating how much she's done in plastic surgery. And even though she's done all this plastic surgery, remember, according to her, she was doing all of this so she could bring her kids over. She has not yet brought her kids over. So the internet is not liking this one bit. And her kids are back in Brazil. Her daughter's with her father. And her son is with her ex-husband. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I honestly don't know what's... Like with Larissa, she obviously has different priorities. Um, but we'll see how this plays out. Yeah, we will definitely see. We will definitely see. All right. So anything else to add to them before we move on? No, because this throuple is going to be living on our television for the next few months. <laughs> oh, boy. What do you think? Andre and Libby? Oh, sorry. Yeah, Princess Andre. But yes. Put some respect on that name. You know, it's Princess Andre, who is getting the wedding of his dreams. <sighs> oh my gosh. I, okay, I, can, can you believe that she had the audacity to go ahead and ask her dad? Mm-hmm. Of course she has to do it because then Princess, when she comes back, Princess Andre is going to get so angry that the townspeople are going to hear it. Oh my gosh, they're going to show up with pitchforks and torches. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's like he's still, okay, remember, this is the guy that is still working from Craigslist. and he's putting them when, ads. <laughs> and when did they get a new dog? I think Chuck had to pay for that. 
Oh gosh, Chuck, you 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 and I have to talk, Chuck. You you need to learn the word no. No needs to be in your vocabulary when talking to Libby. Oh, oh my gosh. But of course, the princess needs to compare himself to. Uh, all the other sisters because they've got expensive cars and big houses. Oh yeah, you noticed that too? Yes, I did. <laughs> because they're so rich. They have more than one car. And you know, they have money. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Is, is, is that snark? Is that shade? Is that sarcasm I'm hearing? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, guys. He is like losing it. And he's just like, he's upset because Libby, of course, is doing the bidding of Princess Andre and running over to her sister's house and saying, hey, you know what? He didn't mean it. He's so sorry. But, you know, he would love to have all of you there. You know, it's, it's, I know you have like a lot of kids, but I know it's short notice but I just want to have my family around. Like, really? Really? Let's not forget, he made the announcement at your dad's birthday party. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so which had everybody feeling some type of way. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. He had everybody feeling some type of way. So now that they're all feeling crazy, um... You know, you go over there and try to make amends, and then you tell your sisters, who are already pretty much pissed off, hey, you know what? Here's another catch-22. I'm going to get Dad to pay for it. Yay! (laughs) Yay! It's like, oh, my gosh. So, yeah, and and then she has the biggest set of brass ones I have ever seen in my life because she takes herself after not speaking to her father since his birthday party for a few days to ask him for the money to pay for her wedding because according to Princess Andre that is the Madolvan way which if you listen to last week's episode we looked it up it is not true. The groom's family is supposed to pay for the wedding, not the bride's family. So, oh my gosh. So of course, because, you know, in typical Libby fashion, she finds herself getting so emotional because she's so stuck between her husband and her family yeah okay and of course the tears seem to somehow always open daddy's wallet and (sighs) wide open so yeah she gets back home and instead of saying oh thank goodness you know your dad is paying for our wedding and that's awesome. He says, well, how much is he giving us? Because after all, he has to have a famous rock star at his wedding. 
I guess the princess, uh, whatever the princess wants, gets. That's what it seemed like, like literally. He forced her to go to her dad's house exactly. and ask to pay for the wedding. Yeah. And she had to bring the waterworks with her so he can actually say, yeah, don't worry, honey. It's okay. I want to see you happy. So yeah, I will be there and pay for your wedding. And then she comes home. Princess Andre is like, obviously in his in her throne, like you got it in the bag. Yeah, like uh, I don't know. I was too thrilled with him. I was too thrilled with Andre, and he's just like, "Oh well, how much are we getting? Is it fifteen thousand? Is it fifty thousand? Like, whoa, 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 whoa! What are you marrying, the Queen of England?" <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, guys, let's not forget the, they're having a wedding for people that are already married. <laughs> and he asked, when he asked about the budget, is it is it 10, 15, is it 50,000? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh, you need I'm to know so we can find the venue. So, so he's one of those that reads the menu backwards. You know, it's like, oh, $150. Okay, yeah, I'll take that lobster. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't just, know. I was just so disappointed in that because Chuck should have just said no. And I thought he was. Freaking job. Instead of being on Craigslist posting ads of what did he say? A carpenter, a handyman, or a person who fix things. A person who fix things? I put it on Craigslist. He's Bob the Builder. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So and of course, yeah, we will see what happens, but you know, all his sis all her sisters, they got together. And um, they were just like, this is actually happening. Like, do we just close up our companies? Because most of them have companies. And yeah, this is why they work hard to have those expensive cars, Andre. Um, and <laughs> they were just like, uh, how, with like, literally, you're giving them four weeks notice. Mm -hmm. And to plan a trip to Europe, it takes almost like six months to a year, depending on what the situation is. Right. So Andres is cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. So oh, yeah. definitely, definitely. Oh boy! So we are up to our last couple, mm -hmm. and this couple started out with their weird shenanigans, but this one kind of like took me. After a while, I was like. Oh, I actually got to see human Angela. Yeah. So, okay. We see, of course, we're talking about Angela and Michael. Oh, my gosh. So, Angela decides that she's going back to the OBGYN because being told that she has one egg was <laughs> not enough news for her. Is that my egg? 
So she goes to the OBGYN and she starts explaining that, okay, we finally get a real age on Angela. She's officially 54. (laughs) Not 53 for the past 10 years. I know. So she's 54. And of course, we got the shock of a lifetime last uh, week when she says, she's gotten her period and she hasn't been on her period for two years so it's like okay so she's in there she's talking and the doctor says well we need to do an ultrasound and they do the ultrasound and she's the doctor is looking at her you know her her woman parts on the inside And she says, well, you know, do you see an egg? And she's like, no, (laughs) I see no egg. And the funny thing is like, she's like, it might've been a cyst. (laughs) Like, oh my gosh. And now I'm like, I feel kind of bad for Angela because she was like really hoping for that one egg. Um... And she tells her, she says, listen, you know, you can always do in vitro fertilization, all this stuff. But she says, honestly, there are other things that she's worried about with the fact that, you know, Angela all of a sudden popped up with a period that she hasn't had in over two years. And so she says, you know, we need to find out other things. And actually, the scary part is that she tells her, you know, there may be more serious medical things going on. So and she needs to get checked and then get a biopsy done and all this stuff. So Angela's like, okay, you know, and she goes home and she talks to her mom, who like, her mom was pretty cool. Like, her mom is super spunky. I, I will say that her mom is super spunky because she's like, you're 54 and I can't tell you what to do. So you're going to do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, but she tells her mom what the doctor said and her mom's like, yeah, you definitely need to go get checked out in this. You know, I want you to be okay. And... You know, so she's really, really cool about it because she's like, yeah. And so then she says, well, I'm going to Nigeria and I'm getting married in Nigeria. And she says, it's not what I want, but you're going to do it. So I kind of can't stop you. I wish you were getting married here. And she even has a side interview where she's like, you know, she's telling them, you know, Angela's just Angela. She doesn't listen to anyone. She never has, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, wow. And I think this was the first time we really got to hear Mama talk. Yes, because it seems like Mama wasn't able to talk for too long and she is getting better. Right. So it was really, it was really nice to see uh, her and her mom have a great conversation and, trying to figure out where she got that personality from (laughs) yeah it's definitely from her mom yeah (laughs) because mom is quite spunky mom is quite spunky yeah 
So the thing is, um, her mom has had pneumonia for quite some time. Yeah. And that is a problem, um, especially in older adults. So, you know, she did not want to hear it. And we actually get to see, we see Angela break down because she's realizing that, you know, she's going for three weeks and even though they tried to make a little light of the situation, she's really afraid that she may come home and her mom won't be there. So she's really like, she's, she's excited to go to Nigeria, but she's scared to go to Nigeria at the same time. And we even see that she has to stop the interview. Like she can't talk. Mm -hmm. I feel like that was kind of the best segments we've seen so far with Angela, because um, there's a lot happening obviously with Angela Mm -hmm. that we're soon to see because we've, we've already heard what has happened already. Uh, But Mm -hmm. I felt like this was a pretty good episode to actually watch her with her mom. Yeah. And, you know, it, it was hard to watch. It really was. And it was. I got, I got I was a little like bit emotional crying. about it. I was crying. I was crying. And, and it was just like, you know what, guys, I tell you anything, you know, and when your parents are here, just love them, like seriously love them because it's hard and I can tell you from personal experience it's hard to watch your parents sick Mm -hmm. and know that you can't really do much about it so yeah yeah, definitely that it's it's hard so Angela I, I I definitely feel you on that one and and I get why she could not she just couldn't speak on it yeah she just couldn't speak on it so we see we know she's going to nigeria she is she's getting ready to pack up her bags and see her michael she's gonna see her michael but there's still a hiccup Mm. in this plan because she needs an american and who's the american she's asking the one and only skyla yeah and she's not giving in she's really putting her foot down and is like nope nope i don't agree with this marriage nope nope yeah so it's like i don't know these two they 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 live to fight each other yeah (laughs) they live to fight each other so yeah yeah i i I don't know i don't know yeah it's just crazy 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 but yeah we're gonna see what happens with these two because we know that there is more to come. And of course, remember, Angela and Michael are the couple that loves to make up, to break up, to make up, to break up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Wow. But this episode was really good. I enjoyed wow. it. Uh, a lot of stuff came uh came to us like learning about different things about each couple which we thought we already knew but did enter of course new relationships uh culty and jess uh larissa trying to get herself out there uh but it was nice to i I felt like this episode was good it was a lot of drama we've got some emotional side to things we got happy days like it's just a whole combination of a good episode so i did enjoy it and i do have to say um 
90 day fiancés. Um, I feel like there's always a situation everywhere. And I forgot to mention to all of you last week, and I know I spoke to uh, coupon queen pin about this, but um, my husband's like, you got to share this. And I'm like, okay, let's share this part. So he's working, he's got uh, new people at his job where he's working. And uh this man who's working with him is asking a whole bunch of questions, like a whole bunch of questions about the job. You know, how long has he been working? What are the pros and cons? Like, you know, the usual thing, I guess, small talk that some people do, which I never had that ever, to be honest, people just work and work and then they find out for themselves. Uh, maybe it's just, I guess, you know, different breed, different person. I don't know. But I found it so funny because he, he was like, this coworker of mine just asked you a whole bunch of questions, asking about what I do, um, like everything, like everything he wanted to know. And my husband's not the type to share that much anyway. So we kind of try to keep it very, uh, you know, low key, very personal. And he says, uh, this man that's working with him says, <laughs> God, I can't believe I'm going to say this. Uh, here, would you like to marry my daughter? and shows like literally shows a picture of his daughter on his phone and says look at my daughter and he's like gives him like the weirdest look like what the hell is happening right now and you know he's like oh uh like he's in shock like he doesn't even know how to react to it and when he doesn't know how to react he kind of gets all weirded out and is kind of like what do I do in this situation I can't hurt this guy's feelings because you know how it is at work now people are very sensitive and you got to watch what you say and then he paused for too long and the guy's like you don't think my daughter's attractive and he's like no it's not that it's like I'm married he's like it doesn't matter like you can marry my daughter. She will clean for you. She will cook for you. You don't have to worry about anything. You can just go to work and she literally will do everything. And I'm just like, whoa, buddy selling his daughter like that. Apparently she's got a degree, master's degree. She's in the Philippines, believe it or not. He's only here on a work visa with his wife because she got a contract with one of the companies here in Canada. So they are here for, I think for the next five years. And the kids had to obviously stay in the Philippines and finish their school and he was just like yeah my daughter marry my daughter and he was just like no I'm married like and he told him it it was really nice because I guess he kind of got back to reality for that moment and he was just like your daughter (laughs) is the only one who can choose who she wants to marry and love like that should be her decision you shouldn't make that decision for her because it ends up ruining her life because we all know what happens like Jenny and Sami. he wasn't happy in his relationship and guess what like everything for him it wasn't going too well but hopefully it goes well for them this time and he's the one thing that stuck to me really even to this day when he told me that story he says Filipinos are not here for love they are here for the money and I was like what you're gonna generalize it like this crazy Yes. Apparently that came out of his mouth. He said, Filipinos are not here for the love. They're here for the money. And I'm thinking, I know too many of them (laughs) that came like this. And, you know, they get that uh, middle-class or high-class man to take care of them. And yeah. So I'm like, 
kind of makes sense to me sometimes you're always thinking like these couples don't uh, don't call men <laughs> you know uh but it was interesting for him to bluntly say that filipinos are there are not here for uh love they're just here for the money and um he's really desperately looking for somebody to marry his daughter and for her to have that life just to be at home and um you know do the household chores and uh for him it was like oh now it makes sense why some of you know some of, some of my ex-coworkers got divorced after so long married into a, a filipino woman and now he's like realizing this poor guy has to support five people in the household plus the parents and everything and it's like oh yeah because you work hard you make good money and that's the consequence you got to support everybody and the wife apparently can't work once they're married so wow. everyone's got their own traditions i feel like it's unfair uh because you know living in canada and the u.s for those listening it's not easy like i would say toronto the average yeah. person has two to three jobs uh just to make a living and yeah. be comfortable for once and probably the same thing in the u.s but um i was just like i can't believe for that man to say that and the fact him trying to set up his daughter uh, to just any random person that you just met like they only right. work together like, for not even three hours and he's asking him so many questions so I was like 90 day fiance <laughs> we need to start this app <laughs> oh my gosh oh my gosh yeah. yeah so we need to get this app going like I was like what the heck yeah I was pretty shocked because also too she is 19 years old uh she's finishing up her degree i don't know what it was if it's engineering or doctor or whatever uh but you know my husband's obviously a bit older than me by seven eight years so it's like you're looking at a huge age gap between them um but it, it's just i felt so i felt so bad for the girl because i don't know how much she wants to leave the philippines that bad that her that her dad is really kind of like you marry my daughter no you marry my daughter no you marry my daughter and it's well, happening it's, here it's things of like okay you marry my daughter but you can't judge somebody to marry your daughter within like three hours yeah he could be jack the ripper for all you know oh yes how can we forget that <laughs> yeah exactly exactly so i mean not that i'm saying that your husband's jack the ripper i'm not no no that. but i i trust me i saw that on the history channel like a couple months ago about that and i was like oh but no it's true you don't know who you're meeting with right and the fact that he was very pushy and the way he was just like to my husband like no you you can you can marry her you can marry her like basically telling him in the nicest way you can just divorce your wife and marry my daughter because she's young she will clean the house she will cook for you she will do whatever you want her to do etc cetera, etc cetera. so i was just like uh excuse me like that's so weird like how do you even how do you sleep like at night like you being the father and you're trying to I feel like he doesn't sleep. He's trying to find that a Canadian man that's going to take care of his daughter. And then the funny thing at the end, because just to kind of like, because he was very persuasive and it kept pushing him and pushing him. He was just like, let me tell you something. He's like, I'm, I don't even have my papers. Like just to kind of call it off. So that way he can just bounce to the next guy. Because he was just like, if I say he's a permanent resident, he's not Canadian. He wants to keep his, uh, his 
you know, nationality uh, paper, like, you know, some Europeans are like that. They don't want to transfer right, or have right. a dual. They just want to keep one because those are their roots, which is fine. Okay. I, I have some argument to that, but it's a different episode. But um, he, at the end, he was just like, I don't have my papers either. And he's just like, oh, and in wow. his head was like, that's all I had to do to cut this conversation to say I don't have my papers. <laughs> wow. Oh my gosh. Your, your husband's a quick thinker because I don't know, you might have come home with a sister wife. <laughs> um, I wouldn't allow that because I'm not taking care of a 19 year old, but apparently that she takes true. care of the house. So I don't know. <laughs> like, wow. Apparently she cooks, cleans everything. She will do anything for you. And I'm like, uh, all right. But the question is, okay, I, I, I do have this question. If <laughs> he marries her, well, not him, but if she gets married, what is the point of her going to school if she's just going to become a housewife that doesn't do anything except for take care of the house? Thank you. That That's, that's my weird. Question. Like, why bother getting your master's if you're going to get married and become a housewife? Yeah. Like, he really sold his daughter really well. She could cook, clean, has her master's in engineering, or I think it was engineer or doctor. I'm not even sure. Um, she, you know, she's beautiful. Like, she, he even gives you a picture of her. Like, you know? Wow. I was like, is this like the David and Lana dating site? Like, where you just pick a picture out of the book and then... Yeah, I'll I'll take this one for two hundred and let's go. Like you're picking, like you're picking out a cake at Baskin Robbins for your birthday. Pretty much, and I figure I had to share this because I'm like, oh my gosh, this is an this is a true life story that just happened. Oh my gosh! You know, there's one thing where the the employee at the Tim Hortons where you get your coffee say, hey, let me leave my number on your cup, but this is like a whole new next level yeah. <laughs> and all he kept thinking was 90 fiance he kept thinking about his other co-workers that divorce and you know married filipinos and he's just like is this true are they all using everybody because they need to bring the whole entire family and i'm like okay you're overthinking this there are some out there that are there for true love and some of them are just there to get everybody over right so it's like when i went to cuba and I think I shared this at the beginning and I know we've got some new listeners. So when I went to Cuba, the, I think it was the first time or the second time we saw a young wedding and my mom's like, someone's getting married. And when you're at a resort, you're just like, somebody is getting married. My mom has to go see who is. And I was like, oh mother, <laughs> how could you just let them be? And of course um, she drags me with her and she sees this young, young girl. Um, she was younger than me at the time. So when I went, I was probably like 20, 526 with my parents and she was like 1918 getting married oh to an older man from Montreal Montreal Quebec which is another province in Canada and they were getting married they were seeing each other um well cuz he says he has a lot of money he was about 50 something years old cuz we found out because of course my mom she is very curious and nosy um and apparently the people's so the girl's family one of them because one of them needed to be a witness in good standing um she actually worked at the resort so she kind of let everything out to my mom and the big thing which we hear a lot of times the big misconception when it comes to getting married and thinking you just come to canada and that's it 
uh, she, my mom had to kind of let her mom know because they had a couple hours before and my you know the lady that worked at the resort who was becoming the witness introduced my mom to the mom and she's like oh you're from Canada she's like I can't wait to see you and she's like wait what what do you mean you can't wait to see me and she's like oh but you live in Toronto she's like yeah but I I, I just need to drop the bomb on you but you know it doesn't mean all of you come to Canada not all of you escape the country you know, she's right. probably going to have to live in Cuba for the next five of one to five years, depending on the visa processes, depending on your government. Right, right. You're going to let people, you know, out of your country because it's we all know what Cuba is like. And she was shocked. She was almost in tears. She's like, oh, my God, like I have to sell my house and I have to pack my bags. And we literally thought we were all leaving tomorrow when he leaves. And, you know, and my mom's like, no, that's not what it is. And she's like, oh my God, you're like a, a savior because she's like, we all thought we were leaving. And, you know, there's that misconception. You've got to do the research. And um, right. I know the second time we went back, they obviously got married and super young. I was like, oh, this is so uncomfortable to see, right? Very uncomfortable. Of course, the family thought that they were going to be living in Canada so the next following year we go back to the same resort the same people are working my mom obviously creates small talk what happened to that wedding and uh, she says she actually she said after she was thankful that she introduced my mom because it seemed too good to be true and um, she had to kind of like restart her life her whole family had to restart their life they literally thought mom dad cousins sisters like you name it everybody was coming to Canada oh in one big plane I'm like no you know so she was very thankful after apparently and she really wanted to get my mom's contact information to thank her because she was like I cannot believe it like you know it was nice to hear from somebody else how it works yeah and she even yeah. told her you might not be able to come depending on their status and their situation right so right. And they have to have the funds and right. you know maybe this man doesn't doesn't want to fork out the funds for you know her her family you don't know that so right uh, and, and that's the thing yeah and it's really it's really a lot on that one person so uh, apparently she was still living in cuba after a year and she's back at home like you know she's she's never left the country she couldn't there was a lot of paperwork to be involved and after that we don't we don't know what happened uh because we didn't go back to that same resort we kind of went uh, a different way in cuba but yeah that's that's one circumstance where people think you know you can just come here to the united yeah. states of canada and you bring your whole entire family right so yeah. and one more story i gotta share this is years ago when um, a coworker of my mom back back in the day, apparently she came from Cuba to Canada, which it's very, you know, it's rare to hear that. And some of them managed to, to get out, but apparently this was very scary. So some 90 day can turn out really well or turn out really well that you still can get divorced and then kind of move on with your life or it can go very sour. So I've heard right. one of the sour stories where this woman fall in love with this man from, um, again, from Montreal. I don't know what it is with the French people. Um, it's, these French Canadians can woo these uh, women, but uh, she came over. Everything was fine and dandy. Always visit her all the time. Like, you know, it was just the life. She was living the life in Cuba, right? With him whenever right. he was there. And when they arrived, it 
went down to the worst, worst possibility. She was living in a nightmare to a point where this man actually locked her up in a hotel and said, you will, you cannot leave. You will have room service and I will come see you whenever I can because I'm busy with work. So after three months of being trapped in here, not knowing what to do, and he kind of threatened her, like, if you leave, like, this is going to be really bad and, you know, yada, yada. And um, she had to escape because he later found out that he was actually still married to another woman in his, well, in Montreal. And um, he couldn't leave his family. Like they didn't know about her. He was living a second marriage. So I was just like, oh, wow. So she managed to escape. She says she was telling my mom with the little money that she had because she'd never explored the city, nothing. She wasn't even allowed. She was just trapped in there. And he would just wow. come by in the evening for a couple hours. And then the next day he's gone. He's with his family. So she managed to escape. Uh, she, with the little money that she had, she got on a bus, left the province in Jetland. Je- like in total, like screw it, I'm not coming back and ended up uh, coming to Toronto and starting her new life. So not to make this a Debbie Downer, but there is some situations where, like I said, it can go for the worse. And this woman said that was the best thing I've ever done was try to escape and I'll never do that again. And I recommend people, if you're going to be falling in love with somebody else, take my story into consideration because you never know. That person can be all fine and dandy until life ends up happening when you're out of your own country and you're only by yourself it could turn in some situations so she was very happy to uh escape and um you know she met my mom obviously at this job and she was there for a couple years and she ended up um kind of just doing her another different career path so i feel Mm -hmm. like this was another story i had to share (laughs) yeah and guys remember like I said, the visa process isn't a hop, skip, and a jump. Mm-hmm. It's really at least at least a year, and that's quick. So, yeah. and then you have to get the visa before you get your green card. And I believe um, from what Tamina said, that's another at least two years. That's right. Yes, exactly. So, it's not an easy process. And I know friends who've done a 90 day fiance style, most of them been successful. They're still together. Um, and those are amazing stories to really tell because it's like, you know, you fell in love with this person. You've went to go see them five times out of the year and you know, you're spending so much money and now they're just living their life and being together as a happy couple. So that's the positive things. And, you know, people in my family too, like they're trying to get on the 90 day fiance route. I've had people from other families that you know we've actually been in conversation that they've been in 90 day fiance and asking how to get their loved ones over that they've fallen in love with and it's just crazy when you hear the real truth compare to what we see on tv because you know that's it's 40 hours of footage but they're gonna have to cram it down to um to one hour which i've learned a lot from a producer that i even interviewed and um he's trying to get a a producer of 90 day fiance to kind of let out the secrets and kind of see how things go but i cannot wait to release that interview so um make sure you like subscribe to a little bit of everything with me and of course check out cqp moments which is the coupon queen pins podcast she's had tamina twice and talk about this visa process the things that we don't know and what people think that does happen like you mentioned earlier how you know it can go really quick like oh my gosh we got married we get here 
buddy's got his green card or she's got her green card yeah everybody's working happy and dandy now so yeah very very awesome when i heard that like she was amazing uh a lot of information and uh now when you see the show you kind of have a different perspective you're just like oh i know what you're talking about mm-hmm and guys, I am also going to talk to, we're going to talk to uh, Amelia Fortes. Yeah, she is a relationship coach yeah. and she's going to analyze some of our favorite couples and tell us what she thinks from her expertise. So yes. definitely be looking out for that one. Yes, I cannot wait for this one. Amelia was on my podcast uh, last week. Uh, she is amazing. And I can't wait to give her a couple and be like, here, tell me about this one. What, yes, what's happening? Yes. So that'll be fun. It's going to be a bonus episode that we're going to be releasing. So yes, you're going to hear more of us together because come on, let's face it. We love this. We love this. <laughs> We love this. We work well together. Yeah, and we always have so many projects on the go and even outside know, of this. I know. Uh, but I, know. <laughs> I cannot wait to have um, um, Amelia on and just talk about 90 Day Fiancé couples and why things didn't work out or their personalities. It'll be fun. Exactly, exactly. So guys, don't forget to tune in tonight if you're listening to the Facebook Live because there is the 90 Day Fiancé Strike Back. Um, Check out your local TV providers and see what time that is happening. And of course, another episode of The Other Way happening as well. And uh, yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. And we will see you or hear you will hear us tomorrow. That's for sure as we recap the other way and of course it's happening on facebook live or you can catch the the edited recording on your favorite podcast platform so thank you guys so much for tuning in we had so much fun bye guys i'm anthony and i'm jessica with the beautiful feet podcast Hey, it's your boy Bromar, host of The Bromar Show. Hello, everyone. It's the Coupon Queen Pin from the CQP Moments Podcast. What's up, everybody? This is your boy Ken, aka The Gentleman of the Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. Hi, this is Stephanie Valente, your local massage therapist. And, and you're you listening to, listening to, to a, little a little bit of everything, everything with Angelica. That's it for now, and thank you for tuning in on another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Just don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on the podcast platform that you're listening to.